Guys, we're diving right in. We're getting right into the good stuff here. So this episode hits so close to home for me. If you've been listening to the podcast this far, you know how important relationships are to me in life and how much of a priority I make them. I want to go over all the things starting from early childhood to high school to college to where I am now really as far as relationships go, friendships, you know, and what it means to me. I think there's no better way to start than to read off a text that my older sister sent me. She eats a lot of fortune cookies. <laughs> I don't know if it's because she likes the cookie or because she likes the fortune or it's because we all worked at the same Chinese restaurant growing up and it feels like home. But either way, she sends me these little tokens of quotes and advice and all these little things throughout the day and the week and just in general. And I'm really appreciative. She started this morning with a quote that says, everything you thought was drowning you was actually teaching you how to swim. And I felt like it was so fitting for the episode because I've been in situations where I felt like I was in rock bottom. Obviously, you know, what do I know? I'm in my 20s. But I felt in some of my lowest moments because of some relationships and and the people in my life and how they were affecting my energy. You have a very sacred energy to you, a vibration that you got to keep safe and you can't let anybody interfere with it. You can't let someone throw you off your rhythm, disrupt your compass. And I've learned that along the way. Now, I don't know if I want to throw around the word toxic because when you're growing up, everybody's just learning. You know, it's their first time living too and they're doing the best they can and they're figuring things out and everybody has struggles. And when you're young, it's like a lot of things are out of your control. I would like to believe. So I don't want to just say like that was a toxic person or a toxic friend and I don't want to put bad rep on all of the people in my life who have taught me something essentially. And so what I think it is, is we're just not compatible. That's it. There's somebody for everybody. I believe there's a friend for everybody. And I found my people finally, what I believe in my heart and soul, which is such a new feeling because I've never felt that before. But there's a someone that doesn't mesh well with me. Their morals, their values, the way they treat people, the way they talk, the way they move, dress, everything, all of it. It doesn't work with who I am and what I stand for, etc. And they're just not for me. It doesn't mean they're toxic or they're evil or they're bad people or whatever. It just means that that's not the friend that's compatible with me and you got to figure that out. I think it stems from figuring out who you are, what you believe in, figuring out all of those things, nailing it down, writing it on a piece of paper, telling yourself, and then you're able to like make friends with people who align with that. If you don't know who you are and what you stand for, it's going to be very hard to find people who align with you because you don't know. You're lost yourself. And it's a growing thing and it can change. When I was growing up, my parents never put an emphasis on friendships. They didn't even really have friends. They kind of made it a point, like a bragging point. Um, I think they just valued family above all else. And I think that they got really lucky with some good family in some ways or in other ways they were hurt by family. And if it's like, oh, if your family is going to hurt you, then what about the people out there who aren't your family? Like what bad could they do? I don't know. So they just had a bad outlook on friendships and outside relationships. We really worked hard on strengthening the relationship within the household. I was really close with my sisters, close with my parents. They didn't have friends. We didn't have friends. We like never had anybody over our house. We'd never really slept over anybody's house. I mean, it was kind of like isolated in a way, but we were very social creatures. I had very strict parents in addition to that. So I never really got close with anybody that wasn't my my sisters or my parents. And then when I was in middle school, 
same thing. I never really opened up to anybody. I didn't know what that was like. And now when I'm older and I'm talking to some of my other friends and they say how close they were going to summer camp and middle school and sleeping over each other's houses and all these cute little stories that you see in like movies and TV shows. I don't know if they take it for granted. I want to like stress to them how awesome it is. I tell them every time they tell me a story. I'm like, I love that you had that experience. That's so cool. Because when I was in middle school, that was like the last thing on the list of things that was going on in my life. And then when I got to high school, I started to make friends, but everybody was a little bit more experienced than me. They had taken what they learned in elementary and in middle and brought it into high school. And I was like behind the curve. I didn't know what it was like to be vulnerable, to be honest, to talk about my feelings, to stay up all night and talk about boys or things that were going on. Like I didn't have that. I really didn't. I was hyper focused on other things like being productive in school and with sports and just not balancing it very well because I didn't strengthen that area of my life. And so that's probably why I stress it so much now because I'm learning and I love it. And I'm like, oh my God, where has this been all my life? And if you've had a similar situation to me, you like, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't and you are on the other end of that and you've had really great relationships and you have all these cool memories as a young kid with other people, I am just going to take a second to like stress how amazing that is and how beautiful it is and not everybody has that so please be grateful and hold those memories dear to your heart when I started to have a boyfriend halfway through high school that's when I was friends with his friends I got to see how friend dynamics worked and I I don't know I loved it I wanted to run with it I had one good friend in high school she knows who she is and we used to do everything together like outside of or in school and outside of school I didn't really do anything with her one because I couldn't drive two because I really didn't have money and three just it wasn't normal to me so I just didn't (laughs) and then when I got to college the first day the first class like the second I was in school I met this girl and I've talked about her before I loved it I loved her we got along and I was like oh don't need anybody else this is perfect this is like what I had in high school like we're good and we just got to know each other about three months into that relationship that friendship I realized "Mm, I don't think we're meshing very well you know when I have a good day she has a bad day when she has a bad day I have a good day that's not a good sign like something in my gut told me this isn't going to be a good friend and I kind of just ignored it and I try to see the better and the best in other people and situations but I think I had rose colored lenses on right so I just wasn't thinking um, as clearly as I should have or could have been either way either way I don't regret anything because just like that quote my sister said you know when you thought you were drowning it was just teaching you how to swim so every struggle is kind of like a lesson and I really enjoyed our friendship in a lot of ways there was just a a couple of things where it was like okay this isn't going to be for me and I know it in my heart and in my gut well we were really close then we started dating um, these guys who were friends and we got into their friends and we built on that friend group and got really close to them And the thing I want to point out is that I got close with this girl regardless of my gut feeling that it wasn't necessarily right for me. And then we met new people. And the thing about making friends and meeting new people is whatever you put out, you're going to attract. So whatever we were in that friend group, in in that friendship between me and this girl, we attracted and we got more of the same. If I didn't like that situation and that friendship with her, when it was just multiplied. It wasn't any better. So I talked about it before, but down the line, there was just a lot of incidences where things were going against what I believed in. 
I don't believe in talking bad about people that you're close with behind their back. I feel like they should be in the room with you or you shouldn't say anything at all. I've always believed there's so many things to talk about that are more interesting than other people and especially talking bad about people that you like. I mean, that just doesn't sound right. I would never go around telling bad things about my sister because I love her and I value her and that's none of anybody's business. I would never do that. So when other friends were doing that, I was like, okay, this is weird and goes against what I believe in. But I was like, oh, whatever. Anyway, next. No, I think when you realize something doesn't align with you, instead of skimming over it, over it, I think you should look at it, evaluate it and see, okay, well, does this fit with me? Should I address the issue? Is it worth addressing? Or should I move on? Should I find better friends? Like you kind of have to step back for a second and evaluate. I didn't do that. Everything was just like, go, go, go. It felt like at this time in my life. And so I was hanging around these people, just skimming over the drama, amplifying it probably because I didn't confront them a lot of times when I should have. What I was scared of in those moments, I think was losing them. But when you're afraid of losing people, you're, you leave yourself very vulnerable to compromising. I compromised on so much that I didn't even realize who I was anymore. And that's that dark place. Like I just got so in my head. I was so sad. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I believed in. I didn't know what was right and wrong. I was being lied to. I felt like I couldn't trust anybody. And that's a hard place to be in when you feel like you can't trust the people closest to you. So all in all, I think it was really hard for me to let go. But I was realizing deep down something wasn't right. Fast forward, we had a big falling out and I cut them out of my life. It was kind of mutual, to be honest with you. And I hadn't talked to them for so long. I bring this up to a lot of my friends because when they're struggling and it feels like it's one thing after the next and oh my God, so many bad things are happening to me. And then as soon as you cut something or you make a change in your life, things turn around and all of a sudden it's like sunshine and rainbows and everything's more clear. That is what happened with this friend group. It just felt like one thing after the next, like hardship, hardship, all these like bad things were happening to me. The moment that I cut out these people from my life, it was night and day, night and day. I just felt like I found myself again. I could explore my interests. I had freedom to think. And I found my people, like the people who supported me and were honest with me, they came to light. And they were there for me and uplifted me. And I am who I am today because of the good people in my life that have always shown love and have always been honest and have always been loyal and truthful. And it's like those are the things that really, really matter. I think going out with people and trying to be cool, trying to be wanted, that isn't a feeling that I want to experience with people that I choose to have in my life. If I have to choose who's going to be in my life, I want them to be good people. I don't necessarily want them to be yes men. Like I have a lot of friends close to me that are honest and they tell me what I don't want to hear. That's important. I don't want to just be selective and say, okay, this person makes me feel good all the time. I need them in my life. No, like I need them to tell the truth. I need them to support me, but I also need them to be honest and have my best interest at heart. After I cut out these people from my life who were not compatible with me, I found my people who make me feel good. Now, that's not to say that I don't experience relationships that still don't work. Mm, No, I kind of have this thing about me where I love getting to know a lot of people and I'm selective about who I'm genuinely close with, who I share good news with, who I know are going to be excited for me, as excited as I am for myself, as I'm excited for them, like that mutual cheerleader vibe, that support. 
I'm selective. So like I have all these people in my life and not all of them have the same access to me. And I think that's okay. I like being in other people's lives for certain reasons. And I don't need to be that number one for every single one. Just like I don't need everybody to be my number one. And I think that's a good thing as well. Like it's okay to have a network of people. But then you want your close friends. There's people in my life that have come into my life for just a short period of time to honestly teach me something because after the experiences have occurred, I was able to take something from it and I hold value in that. And I'll never look at someone or a situation and hold hate in my heart. I've always kind of been like this, like I don't have a hating bone in my body. Everybody's different, but I don't hold hate because that just takes up so much energy for me that I have to carry on a day-to-day. Revenge, jealousy, resentment, anger, all of those feelings, I don't want them living inside me. Like, let's say you could see them and they were like little tiny energies and they were like firecrackers. And then you hold them inside of you. You're going to burst. You're going to explode or you're not going to have room for the good stuff. So I don't like to do any of that. I like to just say, okay, what did this teach me? Okay, next, like, let's move forward. If you're not here to support me in my life and make me feel good, I don't really need you to be there. So I'm not going to choose for you to be there. If you want to walk out, okay. If you don't want to make an effort to be close with me, that's fine. Like I don't force relationships anymore. It's not worth it because not for nothing, I can be by myself. I know I talked about this in other episodes and I had to reflect on what I said because I was like, do I come off as the type of person that like always needs somebody near me and I need someone in order to have a good time and I can't just be alone? I... I'm an extrovert, but I have introverted tendencies. I'm a whole body sometimes. I can be alone. I can spend time with myself and not want to be like drive myself crazy. So I just choose to have people in my life, but I ne- I don't need them. I don't need them. So if people don't want to be in my life, it's fine. They can walk out. It took me a long time to come up with this. And I think I'm behind the curb, like I said, because I started making friends later in life, I guess, than other people. But as I learn, I want to share with you, and I'm sure this will change. Like in five years, 10 years, I'll be like, F everybody, like people suck. I don't know what I'll be saying. Who knows? But this is just where I'm at right now. I hold value in relationships. I try to be selective. Keep the circle small. You don't have to tell everybody everything. And you need to just step back and evaluate relationships as they come and go. I think it's healthy. So this episode, I guess, is about losing friends. I've made one about making friends and trust me, I think why friends and relationships is so heavily on my mind is because I spend time alone and then the time when I do want to spend it with other people, I'm like, who do I want to spend it with? And I've made such great friends that when you have good people in your life that support you, do all the things I've said before and they're really good and you could tell, you feel it in your heart and your soul. By the way they act, through their actions, what they do, They just teach you how you should be treated in ways that sometimes you didn't even know you should. Like someone did something for me one time that I'll never forget and I'll try to do it for as many people who are close to me as I possibly can. So I took a shower and usually when you get out the shower, you're like cold, you know, you're wet and you just want warm clothes or a warm blanket to get it into. I had someone warm up my clothes, put them in the dryer so when I was at out of the shower, there was fresh, warm clothes. To me, that was like the most sweet thing ever. It was small. It was gentle. It didn't cost any money. It didn't cost anything. But it was so kind of them. I don't take that for granted. And that's like someone showing you how you should be treated, which I appreciate so much. 
And friends to me sometimes show you how you should be treated and set the bar. And then they raise the bar. And then they set the bar. And then they raise the bar. As important as it is to have good people in your life, it's important to be a good friend, right? And to understand that sometimes you're not going to be compatible with other people. As good as a friend as you can be to someone, you can be it. But it just doesn't work for them. It's not what they need. It's not what they want. And it doesn't mesh. It's like oil and water. And you can't take that as a direct insult or hit or a personal attack. Don't take it personally. It's not about you. Perhaps it's about them or the stage of life they're in. Or it could be a million other factors. If someone doesn't want you in their life, you just have to take it for what it is. Fight for it if you really love it. But also don't beat yourself up and don't let yourself get too hurt by trying and trying and trying and trying to make something fit that just won't. I've been in scenarios where I wanted to be in people's lives and they didn't want me to be there. I get it. And I, I, I'll I, admit, I sat back and I said, okay, what's wrong with me? Like, what am I doing wrong? Why am I like this? Why don't they like me? Like, there's something clearly not right here. But if I know who I am, right, and I know what I bring to the table, if I brought it to the table and they didn't like it, it's the wrong table. Simple. I'm not going to change who I am because somebody else. I have people in my life that support me. I have my family first and foremost. And they tell me right from wrong. They support me. They're honest with me. And they're kind of like my my soundboard. The people I can bounce things off of and know, okay, I know I'm getting good feedback. And if they co-sign what I do and how I act, then I just need to take that and say, okay, listen, I'm in a weak place and I don't really know right now and I'm unsure, but the people that care the most about me are sure and I need to lead with that. And these people that I'm trying to be friends with, they don't like it. So maybe they're just not the ones for me. And it's that compatibility. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm learning. That's what I'm taking away. And whether it's totally 100% true and right, I'm not exactly sure. But if you took something from this, please reach out to me. Please tell me. Please tell me I'm not alone. And I would love to hear it. And I would love to hear what your thoughts on friendships and losing friends and how that could be hard because I get it. But how you've seen the other end of it because I have. Just like my sister said, everything you thought was drowning you was actually teaching you how to swim. So when you're in that moment where you feel like you're drowning, just know it's not permanent. It's not going to last forever and you're going to come to the top and you're going to have a breath of fresh air and you're going to be okay. Okay. All right. Awesome. Thank you for listening. I'm going to have the best weekend with the best friends and I'm so thankful and it was worth drowning all that time so that I could finally have this experience because I feel the love and it's beautiful and if you are keeping people in your life that don't love you or don't show that they love you, you got this. Cut that tie. You're not compatible with them. Swallow that pill. It's hard. I know. But you'll come out the other end and it'll be better and it'll be worth it and you'll be happy. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Talk to you later.